Welcome to the Money Rules Podcast, where we tackle your personal financial matters with leading financial advisors. Your host, Buidumelon Tsoko. Tertiary education is a dream that many parents want for their children. However, the costs associated with higher education can be daunting and financial planning is crucial to ensure that your child's university journey is smooth and financially sustainable. But what happens when you've left saving for university fees to two years before your child starts? Is it too late or can you still devise a plan to manage varsity expenses? Joining us on this episode to discuss this is Devin Card, who is a certified financial planner at Crew Invest. Welcome, Devin. Hi, to me. Thanks for having me. Always good to be here. Planning for university can be a stressful endeavor for parents. What are some of the key financial challenges families typically face when preparing for their child's higher education? Yeah, good question to me. So some of the, the key challenges that, that many families chase um, w- would boil down to, to a couple of things. The, the main one being the, the drastic change that often occurs in, in tuition fees. Now, obviously, it's, it does differ from family to family, depending on um, what high school your child's in and what, what varsity that they're going into. But generally, what we see is it's quite a large increase in, in fees and other expenses that come along with uh, tertiary education once your child moves into into varsity and then of course adding on to that is is the big risk of inflation and rising costs you know i think a lot of south africans are, are experiencing that at the moment that the the general cost of living and and the cost of everything around us is is going going up at a alarmingly high rate every year and it's becoming more and more difficult to forecast what those expenses are, are going to be even in such a short period of time like two years and then more on the, the financial planning side, one of, one of the biggest challenges is that most families fund education for their children through their, their general monthly income. And this is going to have a massive impact when, when all of a sudden there's a big jump in, in costs. And not only you know, to, to fund the, the tertiary education itself, but how that impacts the family as a whole, something like you know, saving for the parents' own retirement. So, yeah, it's just some of the big challenges that a lot of families face when preparing for, for tertiary education. Now, two years is pretty late to start financially planning for a child's university um, expenses. What are some of the initial steps parents should consider during this period? Yeah, so that is quite late. Um, but first and foremost, just to to kind of put anyone's mind at ease who is going, going through that um, scenario, that, you know, we, we have to remember that, your your child is part of your budget from day one. So it's not like they're costing you nothing. And it, it's just a bit of adjustment and planning that needs to go um, go into place when when moving from high school into into tertiary education. So there are some steps that, that we generally advise people um, to take into consideration when when planning, especially short notice. And first and foremost, that's to assess your current financial position. And and what I mean by this is not to just look at your your balance sheet, like your your assets and liabilities, but to look at your financial plan holistically. So that includes your your balance sheet, your income expenses, you know, your potential shortfalls you currently have for your retirement. Um, you know, if you have any other medium term goals, you know, how are those potentially going to be be affected? And uh, it's just to give you a good overall picture of what we call your financial health um, before 
before something um, like tertiary education comes along and, and has a big change on your financial situation. The next step would be a little bit more specific, and that would then be to, to dive into the budget. And I'm sure many, many individuals out there who've engaged with financial um, planners are probably sick of hearing about budgets, but, but this is where it starts. You know, it's so, so difficult to plan if you haven't put a budget in place. And, and when we talk about a budget, it's not putting in the line items of what you think the costs are going to be and just associating various um, premiums and numbers to these costs. But it's to actually go through you know, a, a three, six, nine, or 12-month cycle of, of what your actual income and expenses have been um, to really get a, a deeper understanding of, of what your, your budget currently is. Um, and that's going to help you set realistic goals. Because you know, once you have a, a clear understanding of your budget, you, you're really going to be able to give yourself um, insight uh, into what is possible in such a short term, like two years, and maybe answer the question whether uh, saving is even an option. Um, you know, some you have to live and pay certain bills, and and saving might not be an option, and it's going to have to be other decisions that that you're going to have to make in order to make tertiary education a viable option for your child. Devon, now understanding that each family's financial situation is unique, could you maybe outline a general roadmap for parents during these two years leading up to university enrollment? Certainly. So, I mean, I would definitely point to the the subjects I, I just mentioned above, and and point one would be to obviously, you know, assess that financial um, position that you're currently in, and and put a budget in place, and then it would be to to have a plan. You know, so so two years is a short term. You know, so there are certain things people need to understand when when planning for the short term, and you're considering saving or investing. So it's it's obviously once that plan is placed, then it's about understanding what what that journey is going to look like over two years, and just being more aware of of what you know certain things like market volatility um, might do over two years if you're looking at investing. You know, being aware of what products you currently invested in or what products you're looking to to invest or save in um, as you start this two-year journey because certain investment products um, you know might be um, not appropriate for for planning this this two-year short-term goal um, when funding for education so yeah it's definitely a, a bit of a tick box exercise and that's to to assess the financial position put the budget in place have the plan and then really understand what that roadmap looks like over the short short two-year stint uh, once your plan is in place. Devin, could you maybe give us examples of investments that would work for parents during this short-term period? Certainly. So it, it's difficult to to give advice in isolation, but you know I, I can speak quite broadly and, and generally in terms of uh, investment structures that, that don't work. And that would obviously be something like a endowment structure or a retirement annuity. Obviously, saving in your retirement annuity as a parent, you're only going to be able to access those funds when you turn 55 anyway. So that's definitely not going to be appropriate for saving uh, towards a tertiary education in two years. You know, in endowment structures, obviously, it is dependent on the, the individual themselves, but they, they tend to have restrictive periods, especially in the first five years, that, again, not appropriate for the short term. So it would be your your, your general um, unit trust, money market funds, um, tax-free savings accounts um, that are probably your most appropriate investment vehicles when you're looking at storing some some funds, whether it's saving or investing for, for the short term. 
Scholarships and financial aid can play a significant role in alleviating university costs. Um, when should families begin researching and applying for these opportunities? And do you have any advice on how they can maximize their chances of success? Yeah, so look, obviously, if they, they're two years out from from tertiary education or university, I would definitely say start now. Um, it's it's never too, too late to explore the, those options. And I would say my first piece of advice would be to not assume that there isn't a scholarship out there for for your child or, or one that's appropriate to them. We often led to believe that you know scholarships are only there for your top academic students or your, your top uh, sportsmen. So I would say definitely do your research, try and understand what scholarships are available at all the varying varsities or colleges or, or universities. Use your research engines online. Um, the internet is a great tool nowadays to to understand what, what your options are. And then once you know what's available, then just have a d- diligent application process. Um, typically, when it comes to uh, scholarships, um, you know, there's some barriers to entry. You, you know, you want to make sure you've read the instructions clearly. You're, you're applying. Um, your application is appropriate and in line with the scholarship that you're applying for. Meet your deadlines proofread your applications and then especially if you're under financial pressure to make tertiary education work for you and your budget you always want to make sure you demonstrate the financial need for the the scholarship and that's where your financial plan come comes into play if you've done your planning properly and you can demonstrate there's a financial need the the university is always going to lean towards those who need it more than those who who, who don't need it um, Devin, earlier on you touched on budgeting. Obviously, the idea of saving for university when managing day-to-day expenses can be overwhelming. What practical budgeting tips or strategies can parents implement to strike the right balance? It's, it's a great question, and I want to deviate away from your, your typical tips and tricks of, of budgeting and, and more in line with the, the topic at hand of uh, budgeting for, for your child's tertiary education. I would say the most important thing to be open to is communication between you and your children um, when it comes to your financial plan and, and and budget. Often what we find is that the you know parents want to um, shelter their children from from any financial pressures that might be in the household and they believe they need to do whatever they can to ensure that you know they put their child through uh, tertiary education and often what happens is that this is to the detriment of of the parents um, medium and long-term financial planning where you know they they have to put off their own savings or potentially go into debt that they have to pay off over the years which ultimately leads to them needing to work longer or one day even being um, dependent on their children so I, I would say the biggest tip is to Include your children from an, as soon as possible and, and show them what the budget looks like. And what you find comes from that is that when you help them understand that it's it's not a case of they can, you know, have everything. It's it's an it's a either or situation where if they want to go to a university, but it's going to take a bit of tightening of the belt as as a household, you might find that they they might be willing to give up certain things themselves. Um, you know, all the extras that that the parents are paying for, if the budget needs to be cut, you know, get them involved and ask them what they're willing to to sacrifice in order to to fund that tertiary education. So yeah, I definitely think that you know, yes, we, we we could go through all the specific tips and tricks of, of, of a budget, but the biggest one w- would be getting your, your own um, children involved early and, and really work through it as a family to see how best you can make it work. 
As we approach the final months before a child's university journey begins, what finer details should parents pay attention to regarding financial readiness? Yeah, that's that's a fantastic question because it's it's one thing to to do all this prep, and then as we get to deadline day, uh, all of a sudden we we hit with unexpected costs or penalties, etc. So I, I would say, in terms of financial readiness, the, the most important thing to to look out for would would be those um, deadlines and and how much is um, needed to pay on specific dates for for tuition fees. Um, because typically, if you miss those dates, then there's fines or penalties associated with that, and that's just an unnecessary sunk cost when it comes to um, funding tertiary education. So you want to make sure you you avoid all those um, unnecessary costs. So be aware of those deadlines and how much is is needed to make uh, in terms of a payment, um, and that also goes for you know any any loans if anything's been taken out, you know, whether it's financial aid, etc., or even rental. If your child is going to a university and they're not staying at home, you know, make sure all the deposits are paid early, rent is paid early, so you, you're not not paying any any fines. And then also don't don't act too late on on the small things like uh, textbooks and supplies. You know, often what happens is if you if you can prepare and be ready, normally you can find good deals like secondhand textbooks. Whereas if you wait too late and all the secondhand textbooks are gone, you know then you're forced to go and buy brand new, which which we know is a lot more expensive. And then on the flip side. To be financially ready for for that next phase, um, it's to make sure all the the downsides are also covered. You know, as parents, make sure the, the medical aid and gap cover is in place. All all your risk insurances are are there as well, and and you have an emergency fund tucked away as well. So, if there any of those um, unexpected emergencies that arise, it doesn't derail the the plan that you've spent years putting in place for tertiary education. Devon, as we wrap up, how can parents adapt their financial plan if circumstances change significantly um, within the two-year time frame? Oh, it's, uh, I think that question almost uh, sums up everything we, we've chatted about here. You know, as, as financial planners, we, we're always telling our clients it's great to, to sit here today and plan what the next two, five, 10, 20, 50 years look like. But we can tell with relatively with relative certainty that things are going to change. Um, but it's important to understand that that you can't plan for every eventuality. Um, so once you have the framework of your plan in place where you know where you want to go, um, but you also have the, the potential risks covered, as I mentioned earlier, like you know have all those risk insurances in place and medical aid and have an emergency fund – so, so when an event happens, and you know, I can, you know, as an example, you know, something happens to to a, one of the parents, and there's an accident, and there's either a, a loss in the family or a loss of income due to disability. If we've done the planning properly, that sh- that should all be accounted for and and all covered. So, you know, it's it's important to engage with your financial advisor because because your advisor will make sure that all your goals, whether they're short, uh, medium, or long term. Are, are built into your overall financial portfolio. So, yes, it's it's planning and engaging with a financial uh, professional um, to ensure that one, you can meet your goals, and and two, you can also continue to live the lifestyle you want to live and have your kids go to varsity if there is one of these um, uh, unfortunate, unexpected changes. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode, Devin. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me.
That was Stephen Cart, who is a certified financial planner at Crew Invest. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Money Rules Podcast. To listen to more, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. MoneyWeb, your trusted source for business and investment insights.